So hello everyone. This is the third episode of the Bookish podcast and I am so excited today because I am finally going to interview an author. Did a poster fall off your wall? Yes, it fell off. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I ha- I have that often as well. Um, uh, yeah. I, I also have a lot of posters. I'm so nervous right now. Uh by heartbeat. Don't be just... nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mind if I start again? Start again. And don't be nervous. And don't call me ma'am. I'm not that much older than you. <laughs> Hello everyone this is the bookish podcast and this is episode 3 today i am very excited because i am going to interview an author and her name is arabella black so let me start from the beginning i got an advanced reader copy of the book twisted oat which is releasing in the next 2 days that is on thursday and she has written many series she is a dark romance author and she writes reverse harem stories some of her series are the wraith royals ours when the sun goes down the royals and melt away today we are going to be talking about the devil inside us and the first book is twisted oath her amazon bios goes like this she says expect the unexpected i write romance for those that like it twisted and kinky my characters are shameless fun and somewhat psychotic so those are her words and i uh, absolutely loved her book i really enjoyed reading it and let's dive right into it let me welcome ma'am how are you doing today ma'am i'm doing good how are you <laughs> i am good thank you so can i uh, directly dive into it and ask you uh, what is twisted oath about and what can people expect from this book oh gosh um so basically twisted oath um a lot of people don't know it that's why a lot of people are kind of confused but um tara the heroine from twisted oath is actually a side character from um uh, my series called ours and the books in the series were called the chief and the twins which is a reverse harem and in that book um we basically introduced uh the whole san ricardo concept the town of san ricardo the police department and the operation yes and tara was uh, obviously a cop in that town and she was there with her husband um with her then husband seth mm-hmm. oh my god am i spoiling i'm spoiling a little bit but it doesn't matter i don't care i don't care about spoilers so i'm just going to say whatever <laughs> but yeah so um we got to know tara in that series and as the story progressed especially in the second book we started seeing less and less of her and she became a little bit more mysterious a little like her friends were a little worried cuz she was like experiencing some trouble especially cuz if you've read the book you know that there's been a lot of back and forth they were in San Ricardo then they were in Los Angeles and then they were in San Ricardo and then they weren't um so basically twisted oath is um taking off the mask um that Tara had on in the hours series and it's showing what exactly happened to her and it basically chronicles her life from when she is 25 years old to 43 i think i think it's 43 um and uh, at the same time we also meet uh, Victor who is 
um, the son of a ruthless cartel boss in uh, Mexico, in Guadalajara, to be exact. And um, he is experiencing some troubles as well. Um, he's just lost his mom. As, um, I mean, in the first chapter in the prologue, you see him being 18 years old. And that's uh, right around the time when he was kicked out of his family for um, taking his mom to Los Angeles against his parents' wishes, or his father's wishes, especially. And um, when he took his mom to Los Angeles, uh, she basically was kidnapped and he was kidnapped alongside her and she was brutally raped and murdered and he was there to witness it all. And as, a, as the aftermath of him surviving this hard attack, um, he gets kicked out of his family and that's the beginning of his story basically. And we see what exactly happens to him from being kicked out of his family, finding love in somebody that he shouldn't have found love um, in and then how the the continuous struggles that he goes through until he finally gets to where he wants to be. And we can argue about what exactly is it that he wants? Is it healthy what he wants? Is he just trying to distract himself? But um, mostly it's, yeah, both of them are finding love in the weirdest places. And yeah, it's it has a lot of obviously shocking moments, the book. Um, like always, like all my books have shocking moments, like the auction, for example. But it also treats subjects like depression, alcoholism. The alcoholism was really, really um, serious for me, too, for, for Tara, because I've had that in my family. Um, and I didn't want to like be like, oh, my God, she's constantly drinking and whatnot and whatnot. I just wanted to, you know, make it subtle, but not too obvious and just, you know, Tara is a mess and some people called her a little mushy and like that she's weak and whatnot, but some heroines will be weak and some others will not. And Tara is a badass, but she's also weak sometimes, just like everyone is allowed to be weak. But yeah, that's, um, <laughs> I would talk a little bit around, uh, I beat around the bush a little bit, but um, yeah, that's the main premise, the um, finding love and weird spaces and just basically the chronicling of their life yes that was the perfect answer and uh <laughs> the thing that pulled me in, in this book was first the cover because I, I i love the cover it was so good and uh oh. then the thing that there's a mafia air and then there's this cop so how do will they like even uh, connect i i could not make sense and that was exciting for me to read about and even the pregnancy part that was also the thing that pulled me in and yeah so the next question i have for you is that you have written so many books so have you always wanted to be a writer or was it because you were an avid reader and that made you be one um i've actually um the first book i wrote was in 2010 uh, 2010 11 and i was in sixth grade or so uh, not sixth grade, seven, eighth grade. And I wrote a, a book on vampires. And I even had like a friend make a cover for me. And I like printed the book out and everything. So I basically oh. started out as a vampire author. And then I kind of lost it a little bit because I was I got more interested into like singing and just, I don't know. I mean, I love the English language, but I, I lost the writing part. And then, I don't know if you know it, but um, I started, like, finding out about After by Anna Todd. Yes. 
And I binged that series and I thought, oh, well, she's on Wattpad. Why don't I go on Wattpad and start writing? So I went on Wattpad. That was around 2015, the summer of 2015. I think that was the summer where One Direction broke up. So um, basically, yeah, I just dove into Wattpad and I started writing mild stuff, something about uh, two people working in a uh, in a merch store in London that was really weird but that was bully romance and I didn't know it at the time but that was bully romance um, and then I started I gradually went into more darker areas and wrote like some taboo stories and I even had some success but then um, Wattpad thought that my books were too raunchy so um, they banned me and that really crushed me but then um, two years later um, was it two years later? I think, yeah, 2018, I was banned. In 2020, the coronavirus came along and I started, of course, I was blogging by the time that was happening. So um, I thought to myself, okay, so I know there's this whole world of indie publishing. So why not get started? And um, so I basically took um, the Wraith Royals, are the Royals, Royals is, uh, the Wraith Royals is, um, the series name but i called the 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 guy with the suit this is basically the all the books in one that's the royals but that's all the same thing um but basically those books were already from my what that from my wattpad time i basically reworked them throughout the corona time and i have published them and then even the chief um i had published a thing some chapters from the chief or had I actually even finished it I had I probably had finished it during my Wattpad time and I decided to I loved the book so much that I actually wanted it to be my first book but then I said to myself I don't want to like murder my favorite baby so I'm just gonna take um the Wraith Royals who was who I wasn't so sure about so I published Wraith Royals first, learned some lessons about publishing, and then decided to do The Chief. And um, yeah, so basically most of my work is somehow connected to um, the Wattpad Times. But yeah, um, I don't know if I've always wanted to be a writer. I mean, the coronavirus um, crisis made the situation a little bit um easier for me because we I was just stuck inside and I didn't have anything else to do so I just read up on everything that you can do as an author online um but yeah I mean it's it's an escape for me and it helps me cope with a lot of things so yeah <laughs> that's beautiful uh it is nice to know that you started so early that is actually amazing because the at that age uh, most people don't do anything but th that's an amazing journey I wish you more success uh, and yes so the next question thank you let's get into more details of Twisted Oath so because I want to discuss that book uh, very, I'm very excited so the story is not a simple love story it is so twisted and dark and as you said it has a lot of shocking moments so the mm -hmm. characters Victor and Tara uh, you said that Tara was already from uh, one of the other series, ours. Uh, can you tell us how did you go about making these characters? Um, so basically, Tara, um, I don't even remember where I got the inspiration to write Tara. 
but I always liked writing um writing characters that are that are a bit extra because usually um when you read a mafia romance you have the typical bad boy guy who is who's perfect and who kills everyone and who never makes any mistakes and who says this is going to go this way and this is going to go that way and you don't have a choice or um and then of course when you see victor you see okay he is young and he does he makes mistakes and he he kills somebody who he shouldn't have killed and it um actually starts off the series with this very very like he basically makes the series because with his mistake i can write two books about his mistake because now the next book that is coming is actually the aftermath of him killing that person i mean it's not going to be about victor and tara anymore but yeah so um yeah i wanted to make a character that is anti the usual the average mafia hero and then when you look at tara i thought to myself what is usual what do you usually find in mafia romances you find a girl a mafia princess maybe that is usually uh always perfectly dressed perfectly groomed and the perfect girl who's just waiting to be wed to some mafia guy because her parents told her to or i don't know just and i thought to myself i don't want to do that for this book at least i don't want to do that i want to do something that is kind of extra because i like doing extra things and i know that complicates things in my books sometimes but i don't care <laughs> i'm going to i'm going to do my characters the way i see them and tara came to me the way she did and i thought you're going to be this way you're going to wear your doc martens you, the doc martens are the shoes you know the boots that are the, that punk people wear basically like the punk genre listening people the, those are the black thick boot boots they're not very sexy they're just you know so i thought to myself i'm going to make tara a punk mafia heroine who's a cop who's who shouldn't be dating this this cartel guy and so many things speak against dating but eventually she just falls for him and yeah i mean they try to fight it they try to fight their attraction and they try to stay away from each other but i guess they were happier together yeah. <laughs> but yeah i don't know i mean my inspiration comes from basically seeing what other books do and trying to do the exact opposite of what they do that's that's what i do mostly that's what people like that's why my reviews are usually more in the lower because they don't really they don't understand i mean it's not that they don't understand but they don't really follow the same guidelines that everyone else most people not everyone else most people are following right right that's conceded to say it and i apologize to anybody who's offended but um yeah most of my books don't really follow a formula anymore yeah but it's great to do your your own way and it's nice to see someone doing uh, th- things that they want to do uh, that's coming from their heart so that's nice that's amazing <laughs> yes uh so that's really cool uh okay so the next question uh is you have so many unexpected things happening as we already stated uh it shows that you're very creative and that because i had my jaw dropped on the floor so many times in the book i was so shocked there were some moments that 
I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> but so I want to understand how do you create these scenes? Is it naturally in you or do you again sit and plan or make them uh, very in detail or something? So um, for me, it actually depends. This book, I think I had it planned out mostly because, um, like I said, Tara is from the Hours series and Charles and Vegas and Remo and Gray already appear in the other series. And there are some events that I have to pay attention to because if, for example, now I pretended like I forgot that those events happened that wouldn't be nice for the people that read the other series and then read this series and are like, oh, why is this happening? This didn't happen that way in the other book. So I had to, this book uh, required a lot of planning and scheduling and like, um, how am I going to fit everything together? And um, it was a little bit overwhelming, I will admit it. Um, but I had to plan it out because a lot of events, like for example, her being married to Seth like people who have read ours know that she was eventually married to Seth and that he was taken in by the FBI and that the operation was created and basically that they moved back to LA and that Charles Vegas and Gray and um, Remo eventually became a thing basically they're a polyamorous couple oh there's a bird Oh, sorry. There's a bird in front of my window. I just got distracted. But um, <laughs> yeah, so um, what was I saying? Now I got distracted by the bird and it's staring right back at me. Anyways. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. What was I saying? Uh, I was yeah. saying, oh, planning. The planning and the structuring. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. So um, I had to plan it out a lot. Of course, um, with a lot of planning in my writing, usually comes a lot of deleting and restructuring and this book was actually um, I had written the first five chapters I'd say and published them in a charity anthology last year and then I reread it and I thought to myself this doesn't make any sense so I deleted it and I mean I rewrote most of the things that I had in the first five chapters and um, put them in a different order made different events happen and um yeah so yeah it's uh it required a lot of planning out and making sure that in the end um it's basically I don't know if you've ever watched a telenovela like a Mexican or like a Latin American telenovela where there's basically every minute something crazy is happening or not crazy something intense is happening and something shocking just happened and um basically that's what inspired me to have so many shocking moments happen and um the the shocking stuff it actually comes naturally to me um the, naturally because i'm a very very weird person no but um uh i don't know i think because I'm used to it like I write dark and writing intense things is just second nature to me so like the Sleeping Beauty auction was um, I think that will shock a lot of people but that just shows the reality of 
Like it's not all about oh the arranged marriage and then he forces her to have sex with him and that's it. That's the darkest thing that he does. But like if you're speaking about mafia and cartels and bratvas, like there's a lot of shit going on that no, not not a lot of people really mention in their books. And I thought to myself, well, let's have that be their meet cute and have Tara connect to Victor by seeing him kind of rescue the dead bodies. But then again, his family is the one organizing this event. But like, like it's, it's, you know, I write twisted and um, yeah, it just, sometimes it just happens. I think of it and I write it and I don't really care about the consequences sometimes, but yeah. That was the mo- best part for me in the book that uh, it showed the mafia part so, uh, uh, you know, vividly. And so uh, yeah. there was so much depth in uh, the part. We could see so many bad things happening. And yeah, that was mm-hmm. the best part of the book for me. Uh, I really enjoyed that thing. And yeah, so as we have less time, uh, yeah, uh, as we have less time, we, I'll just go with one last question that is, Victor is a person who has very stalker-like qualities and he is possessive, he is dominating, but at the same time he is also caring, he is gentle. Uh, that mm. that makes him a very uh, ra- rounded kind of character. And on the other hand, uh, Tara is someone who is not exactly an opposite person. She is also strong-headed. She is brave. Uh, but what I think is, uh, I, I wanted to ask you is, how do you think a cop and a mafia, why do you think they could be brought together? Uh, like they are, they belong to opposite sides of the law. They have different models. They have different approaches to life. And yet uh, you were successful in bringing them together. Why, what, how did you uh, manage to do that? Why do you think that was possible? <laughs> um, I basically, like I thought of their chemistry, I guess. And um in that particular coupling, I think it was the opposites attract type of situation. And um, Tara, I think, is kind of lost in her rules and the world that she has brought herself in and um, trying to kind of obey every law and be the best person she could be in her job. But then all of that gets to her head. And obviously that is not the only reason that she has become an alcoholic and she's depressed and everything. There's a lot of other things that happen that I won't spoil, but um, uh, I think he is the yin to her yang. I don't know if that's, I don't want to be like culturally appropriative when I say this, but um, like, the things, the qualities that she doesn't have, Victor has them. And he can be like um, the careless person, the person that says, no, we're going to do this. This is like, I'm going to avenge this certain person and you can do nothing about it because this is the right thing to do in this moment. And um, at the same time, Tara is the, the person that says, like, that tells Victor it's not all about... Um, the bad things in life you can also be a good law-abiding citizen and pay your taxes and live a fulfilled life not that tara lives a very fulfilled life without uh, victor but okay um but i think they balance each other out and it's basically 
maybe I can also tell that in the beginning their their pairing was a bit odd, but I think as the years passed and the significant events at the end of Act One happened, that kind of bonded them even more. And in the end, I think it's not just the opposites attract situation, but also the trauma that bonded them because for for like years they were bonded over this certain thing that happened that I'm not spoiling. Um, but yeah, I think that it's opposites attract that makes them fit together. And um, the fact that this trauma happened and once this trauma is resolved or worked on, because I'm not spoiling it, um, uh, I think that's when they finally realize that, oh, okay, you can you can do this and I can do that and together we can coexist peacefully. And uh, yeah, they will actually appear in um, the other books briefly, um, not in the second book. In the second book, um, it's very, very isolated. So the people that got sick and tired of traveling back and forth and having a lot of time jumps will be happy because the second book is very, very, it's even more cruel, but, and more sexual in a way, but it's um, in one place. Like there's not a lot of traveling there's in one place. And coincidentally, it's very close to where Victor was. Um, So that's a, a karma thing. Um, but yeah, they will appear again, um, a lot, I think in the final book, because, um, that's where Raphael, the brother of Victor gets his, um, romance and we will see them in like the, the, the wildness that Victor sometimes has. Tara can be like, no, shut up, calm down and we will handle it like normal people. You don't have to like rage out and be this you know just because i'm the mafia heir of somebody i'm going to like kill everyone and just get my way so um it's ridiculous but i love it and i think they fit each other better than tara and seth did i think seth um was very very restrictive like he was just like her job he didn't let breeze at all he didn't let her be her character um her like her version of herself that she wanted to be and i think victor just lets her express herself and vice versa um for the same goes for victor uh, to tear up but yeah yeah i hate Seth. <laughs> i don't like it. but <laughs> but uh, victor and tara belong together and that is amazing uh I am so grateful to you for being here today. Thank you so much for doing this. And everyone listening, uh, please go grab your copies of Twisted Oath. It is an amazing book. You need to check this one out because I am so excited for the second book also. I really want to uh, learn more about this author because I really like her style. As you have already heard, she is an exciting person and I really want to read more of her. So go grab your pre-order your copies right now. Twisted Oath. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank Nancy. you. Have a nice day. Take care. Thank you, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.